Hello everyone and welcome to a special episode of Terrace Things because today we have a guest. Say hi. Hello. Hi, I'm Jess. Okay, that's Jess, my friend from Indo. From Elem- were we in the same kindergarten? We might be, but I didn't enter kindergarten until like the last year. <laughs> Oh, what? <laughs> until, okay. yeah, until like the one year before you go to the first grade of elementary school. Really? Yeah. Why? I mean, why bother even enrolling? Why bother? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Technically, you don't really study anything in yeah. kindergarten anyway, so you don't really have to mm. go. Yeah, anyway, she's here because we are trying out this new self-service recording pod at uni. So we thought we should probably give it a try before we move on and make our own actual podcast series. So today, let's just discuss our favorite films as a way of trying out these equipments. Mm. Right. Good idea. Mm -hmm. So Jess, do you want to start by telling us what's your favorite film of all time or any time? Oh my god, this is such a loaded question. Can you tell me yours first? I feel like I need some inspiration. Do you want, like, favorite film of, of, like, 2019 or... Up to you. Or of all time. Up to you. Oh god. Yeah, this is a loaded question. I have no idea why I asked that. Um, I do... Probably of all time, so far, is Monty Python. Okay. And the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause it was just, it's it's one of those things where it's just funny. I thought that I thought it wasn't going to be that funny, but turns out it was just one of the funniest films I've ever watched. And I guess in general, I'm just surprised at how funny it was and how delightful it was. Yeah. Did it um, redefine comedy for you? Did it influence you in any way? Uh, yeah, I think. Um, because you know how Monty Python has been along around for a very long time. Yeah. Without really knowing it, like I feel that a lot of comedies are actually influenced by it. Mm-hmm. I think if I think about it now, that SpongeBob is very influenced by Monty Python. Oh, and okay. Yeah, and then I, I think because I love SpongeBob, I'm very influenced by it now. Mm-hmm. So I think un- unknowingly, I was influenced by them. Yeah, but yeah, that's my favorite films. Those people, mm-hmm. they were from the 70s, weren't they? Like, mm-hmm. I knew they were not that popular in our generation until, like, we got older. Because, like, the older we got, then the the higher it is for our tendency to actually explore ideas that came out before we were born. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah? that's a good point. I mean, I mean, technically, I do like old stuff. Mm-hmm. I like watching black and white films. There's something interesting about them but yeah yeah i think it's only until i got older that i got way more into it Mm -hmm. you're right yeah Yeah. i guess for me now after you were talking about monty python Mm -hmm. and i guess i asked you about like if it defined you in some way my answer is gonna be really kind of silly my favorite my favorite movie is animated oh yeah it's fine it's not even because of like the technicality of the movie but it's just because of the sentimental value of the movie to me right like what it made me do Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was um under the red hood oh okay (laughs) the the batman animated film oh yeah yeah because i watched it when i was like really young and Uh it kind of revived so i was interested in batman right and i was interested i did a deep dive on it 
but then my interest kind of waned. Oh, and right, then yeah. I watched that movie, and then it revitalized it, basically. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. You just made a pun without you knowing it. Wayne. Wayne. Oh, Wayne. <laughs> Wayne. Yeah. And I just, mm. I, I really like that movie because at the end of the day, it's about, like, a really pure love between father and son. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, the most powerful thing of all. Is yeah. that... Was that the one with Jason Todd? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, right. no matter what he would have done, mm-hmm. um, Bruce still would have saved him. Because, yeah, oh, he's my son. Quote, unquote. Quote, uh, yeah. unquote. Um, yeah. Interesting. Mm. So, um, why why that one? Is it only because of the father-son relationship? Was there anything else? The voice acting was really good. They had Bruce mm. get Greenwood. And then, which Whoa. who is pretty good. He's not a Kevin Conroy, but he's really good for Bruce. Mm-hmm. And then John DiMaggio is Joker. Really oh good performance. Jake the dog. Yeah. And then <laughs> Jensen Ackles. As, wait, Jason. I, thought, I thought Jason was supposed to be, like, super young. Oh, yeah, he's super young. But then, like, he's 19 or 20 when he emerged as the Red Hood. So they got... The supernatural guy to do it, apparently. Isn't he like 40? <laughs> what? Oh, Isn't yeah. He like 40? Well, hey, like, uh, okay, how I'm many gonna, people okay. are actually voicing characters that are their age? True, though. I really? mean, I, I'm not gonna. But you think his voice is too mature? Yeah, the same yeah. way, like, Chris Pine's voice was too mature for Jack Frost. Jack Frost, Frost I know. That was, that was a beautiful movie. That was also one of. A, favorite. a favorite, but not like a favorite favorite, but it's a favorite. Right. That's that's cool. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah that. Yeah. Mm, I've never watched that. I've only ever watched like Flashpoint. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it gets worse from there on. I think Flashpoint was the last good one, actually. Right. I've mm. I've seen all of them just because I had to keep up. Mm-hmm. But Flashpoint was the last good one in mm. my opinion. Mm. Yeah. I watch. I think. What was that one? It was like Justice League versus Teen Titans. That was st- one of the stupidest. <laughs> I know. I was like, I watched it and it was just so stupid and silly. And Justice League Dark was also pretty stupid. Really? And then now they're gonna they they actually they did the Superman storylines. Uh, yeah, they had a couple of movies with like Death of Superman, with Justice and Re- League and Dark and Red Sun, and then they had Dark, and then they oh, had yeah, yeah. Justice League Apocalypse War, and then they did Hush, which was pretty bad, but. Yeah, mm. so it's not very good. It hasn't been that good, honestly. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> what a claim. Yeah, yeah. Oh. and coming from a DC fan, because I'm not one of those people who are blinded by just because like I like the fandom. If it's bad, I will say it's bad. That's a, that's a yeah. very um like objective point. Yeah. Of view, I would say yeah, yeah, but that's that's good. Uh, so. You would say the recent this Disney. <laughs> sorry, I mean, if you want to, we could talk about the Disney films, like the live action ones, if you mm-hmm. want. You're saying, like, do you want to talk about this? Sure, Disney? sure, sure. Do you like them? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was fast. Yeah, that was fast. Explain which one. Which one of those did have? Which one of those live action reboots have you watched, and which ones? Do you actually wait, like? Theresa? Do you actually like them? <laughs> Not really. I'm mean, like, I'm, I'm. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I mean, I'm like, I don't know. I don't. 
here's the thing about me. I don't really watch Disney films growing up. I was always more of like a DreamWorks girl. So like Shrek. <laughs> oh, DreamWorks girl. Yeah, DreamWorks or like Pixar. I mean, this is controversial. I've never actually watched like Lion King or oh, Little okay. Mermaid or Al- Aladdin. I, Maybe I watched yeah. it, but this was like a long time ago. So I don't really remember. The only thing I really followed on DreamWorks were, were um, How to Train Your Dragon and Kung Fu Panda. I wasn't a very big Shrek fan, unfortunately. <gasps> but but the other day, I actually watched the second one. Did you not watch the first one? Oh, I the only one that I was, I've seen was the first one. Oh, okay, okay. That's okay, why. Okay. So I never really followed the uh, series. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was actually really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's so funny. I love it. It's yeah. actually really funny. Yeah, so I'm like more of a DreamWorks girl. So I don't really have a meter on how good the films, mm. like the live action films and are. And I do feel that DreamWorks are better on following up with sequels. Oh, Disney yeah, always yeah, yeah. makes really bad direct-to-DVD sequels that do not have a place in the theaters. But <laughs> DreamWorks always kind of level up whenever they make a sequel out of something. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So, so I, I admire that. But yeah, oh, Disney mm-hmm. remakes, that's what we were mm-hmm. talking about. Um. Yeah. Didn't really like them because they never really improved much on the story or at all. Yeah. And then oftentimes their original music, like extra score, is the same replica. And then they would add like just one more number, which is usually really cringe. For or example, Speechless. I was about to say, like, <laughs> I always feel like that song. I mean, like, maybe the, like, the message is great. Like, in general, as a song itself, it might be great. But as like uh, a song from Aladdin, it just feels so out of place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And like even in Beauty and the Beast, they had like another song with like Celine Dion and like Josh Groban. Um, Josh. Yeah, and it w- it it wasn't good at all. And they always like pick the most beautiful on print, horrible on camera video actors and actresses. So like for example, um, beautiful Naomi Watts, beautiful Emma Watson, and then Naomi Watts. Oh, no, not Naomi Watts. Naomi who? What the hell is her name? I think it was Scott. Naomi, Naomi Watts. What? <laughs> Naomi Watts the, the other blonde. One. Yeah, it's, it's the, the blonde, blonde from the drama mu- movies. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Na- Naomi Scott. Um, mm-hmm. So they're beautiful on paper. Like, they're beautiful in magazine spreads. But the moment you see them on film, they're just really wooden. And oh, and, they, and they do need con- auto-tune. <laughs> con- contro- controversy. Oh, my God. Mm. No, it's just like... and. You you could agree that the yeah. stories don't really add a new dimension. They're just like banking the nostalgia value. Yeah. And like apparently nostalgia goes so very far. Even if you have like photorealistic Lion Kings, Nat Geo, <laughs> and there's no expressions in them. Oh my god! I watch I watch Lion King and it was just so. Um, there was this mm. three minute sequence on poop rolling on the ground. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like okay. Like in a western movie. Like in a western movie. Um, not even western movies. Does that? <laughs> they're not that. <laughs> they're not that artistic. Or they're not that vulgar, <laughs> you know, and so show poop. I actually fun. thought the better Disney remake was Cinderella because it actually kind of gave it a lot of heart mm-hmm. and humanity and kind of like they picked a really good actress mm-hmm. and a really good prince. And what I like about that is that like the prince initially didn't have a character. He didn't even have a dialogue, I think, in the original one. Yeah. And then like in the in this one, like he's... He's a man learning how to lead, and he loves oh. his father, and and his father gives him his blessing to like, oh, just marry for love. You don't need to worry oh. about everything. If you marry for love, like 
you are a strong enough man, even if you marry for love, the finances will be okay. Like your your girl doesn't have to be rich. We're not dying kingdom or anything like that. No, but it's like his father taught him like the value in building a relationship and being a nurturing king rather than just like someone who's a monarch. So he um, wants him to be like a man of the people. Oh, that's which is okay. which is interesting and and it was still better and it had like Kate Blanchett, yeah. Oh yeah, for the stepmom, Kate. And and yeah, it was yeah. it was still better. It was yeah. still moving and then everything else just falls really flat. Right. Is it? I mean, like I think Cinderella is one of the better ones, mm-hmm. but I feel like even it's not as memorable. Yes, yeah. it's not. I'm just kind of like. Uh. Out of all of them, Cinderella was mediocre to good, mm-hmm. but it wasn't bad. It's it's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Jungle Book? I heard people say oh, it was the best. That was actually pretty good. I kind of feel like that that felt a bit under the radar, even though it mm. had Scar Joe. And then who yeah. else did it have? Bill Murray. Yeah. But I don't think people care. Yeah. <laughs> like, in the general audience, unless you're from America. You know what I think yeah. is their problem? They're not remaking the movies that should be remade. Right. If they rebooted Vantasia, I would love to see that. Oh. Anything that was just really not mainstream. If they keep doing like these mm-hmm. Renaissance princesses and all of the movies that made over like 200 million back in the 90s, which is a lot of money. Yeah. So 200 million is probably like the 2 billion Avenger <laughs> War benchmark. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Avenger Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So if they keep remaking those movies, like it doesn't matter because like they're so popular. Why not actually breathe life into stories that were a bit unknown right yeah so what if you were a disney executive what which film do you think they should re- reboot not uh, exactly reboot but i would love them to continue tron <laughs> yeah of course me too continue tron yeah. and then vantasia i've said vantasia, yeah um the black mm-hmm. cauldron anything that just really uh mm-hmm. that wasn't a hit mainstream wise right yeah yeah how do you feel about the new Mulan film? I heard th- that they're gonna make it like super different from the original one. It's gonna be a war epic. It's already yeah. like rated PG thirteen. It's gonna be two hours and thirty minutes long. That's like Captain America Civil War long, two yeah. hours and thirty minutes. Mm. Hmm. Well, well, they were gonna follow more closely into the Battle of Hua Mulan, and yeah. then yeah, she was gonna be a soldier and everything. I just. I'm. I fear it might fall flat. I don't know, but mm-hmm. but it looks a bit more promising, I suppose. Yeah. But the problem is like, okay, Mulan, the the ninety eight version, mm-hmm. it was really entertaining, right? Yeah. And I'm just kind of afraid if they made it like super serious, which is no, no matter how serious it gets, it's not going to get like bloody, like HBO bloody. Right. Well, it's still, <laughs> it's still Disney. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's still Disney. Because like, even if they're gonna make a war epic, I need to keep in mind that they're gonna make a Disney war epic, which means like there's gonna Disney. be a lot. There's gonna be a lot of limitations. So I feel like, and what Disney's has always been best at is just creating like family friendly movies. So I don't know. Right. I don't know how it's gonna be. It's a mystery, to be honest. And yeah, I'm just, I'm gonna catch it when it comes out. So like, I yeah. hope the it's actually <laughs> worth my money. <laughs> I mean, even if. I don't know. It's like two hours and thirty minutes long, at least. Like it's gonna be. What are your thoughts on it? I mean, I would much prefer having something completely different from the original one, and this one seems to be like the most different. So you like it when it's a radical transformation? Yeah, because it gives you like okay. more reasons to. It justifies the existence even more. Like 
with Lion King, with the Lion King, like I've never even watched it. Okay. But watching it, I know it was like exactly the, the same. same, frame by frame, shot by yeah, shot. Yeah, just mm, with okay. different voice actors and with Beyonce. My only problem with Mulan, the new one, mm-hmm. is that I heard from a source which may not be verified mm-hmm. that the source of her ability as a person, as a soldier, was going to come from like a magical realism. Element, which I kind of feel like it's a cop out. So yeah. that part I don't like. Because what I liked about the original one, even though it was really goofy and funny and campy, is that she she's the way she is because of her wit, because of her hard work, because of her tenacity, and because of her resourcefulness. It didn't come from like magic or something. Yeah, I hope, but it, yeah, that's not true. Because that's such no, that's such an awful. <laughs> if like suddenly like she has the power of the dragon from her ancient ancestors, like that's not. And fair. then the sword is enchanted, and in her blood lies the dynasty of an ancient warrior. And if it's if it goes on to that, I I will probably just like probably. stand up and walk out of the cinema. <laughs> oh my god! I hope I hope that's not yeah. the case because that's not like. That's not why the story that's resonates. Not wh- yeah, that's not why Mulan is such an enviable and admirable character. Mm. Yeah, she she we like her because she she is great. She's cool because of her own self, not because mm. of magic. And will you not miss Eddie Murphy as Mushu? <laughs> I mean, like with the tone of this film, no, I don't want a photorealistic dragon <laughs> speaking to you. Neither do I actually. And another yeah. thing I heard, I feel like we're just. I think I've heard way too much because I remember when when this movie came out, I was kind of intrigued about like the production side of it all. Yeah, is that Lee Lee Chang's not gonna be in it, right? Yeah, and then they're gonna make like uh, there's a love interest, but he's going to be of the same station as her. Right. So like they're both up and coming soldiers. So no one is the superior Captain General. Do you do you do you like that better? Or are you like you don't really have a problem with? Li I Shang don't necessarily being. have a problem with a dynamic that might have conflicts of interest, because like in the past it was still really healthy for them, and like mm-hmm. and like I feel like they're kind of doing doing this to kind of lay it on thick on the gender equality, which I feel like okay we get it, but now you're kind of just like laying it on too thick, like everyone's got to be equal. I was like. So what if she came from a more humbler beginning? Like they don't need to both come from the same station. Yeah. Yeah. He can be from a military family. He can have a general for a dad, and she can have a retiree for a dad. Yeah. He doesn't need to become farmer boy, who's also conscripted. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It doesn't change the way anything is, and in fact, because he comes from a more advantageous upbringing, like a blue blood. Mm-hmm. And she from the humbler one. Mm-hmm. If she manages to catch his eye, if she manages to gain his respect, doesn't that mean all the more to her character? Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. would say so. Yeah. Mm, so many changes. Yeah. Whereas impressing a conscripted soldier from like a farming background is like, yeah. well, if she's a strong woman, any strong woman could do that, right? Yeah. I feel like yeah, that's just the thing with mm. Disney. They always want to make it like, uh, like politically correct. But yeah. not exactly. They're fixing things that should not be fixed, I feel. Yes, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. And like I feel like mm-hmm. they're only doing this diversity thing once it's profitable. Yeah. So before it was profitable, then they mm-hmm. they w- couldn't care less about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Even in The Little Mermaid, I was pretty surprised about that casting. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that they got um, Javier Bardini <laughs> as, the, yeah. uh, as, the dad. As, as Trident. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's not black. <laughs> and then Aquafina is in there somewhere. 
Yeah, but I don't know what she's doing. Maybe she's playing scuttle or something. I think so. I think she's just she she's just playing a seagull or something. She's playing like, a seagull. Okay. Come on, man. Yeah. You get off of you know just for that, man. That's just unfair. Interesting. Mm. And clearly, the story is Danish. Yeah, I mean, like for me, it doesn't really matter. Like if they want to make Ariel black, I just hope they don't do it just because they want to pander. But they are. That's what they're doing. That's that's, that's why I'm kind of shaking my head at it. Like these decisions, these executive decisions are mm-hmm. one way or another. They they want to kind of poke people in the right place, right? But at the same time, like I don't think they're doing it for for a more genuine reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I, I guess if you think about it, they could have gotten somebody, like in, of Arab Arabic descent to direct Aladdin, or somebody from Asian descent to direct Mulan. But then you they got Guy Ritchie, <laughs> <laughs> the guy who Aladdin. did Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah. and a man from Uncle. And, and they're okay both. Yeah, but and recently white. the gentleman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which was actually pretty good, the gentleman. It wasn't that bad. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they could have, like, yeah. One of the things that bothered me the most about Aladdin was mm-hmm. the set pieces looked like theater props. Oh, and dang, and, and the costumes, and the costumes were so clean. I've never seen a street rat who looked like his clothes just went into the washer with, like, premium detergent. Uh, but that's what, exactly, that's what Aladdin <laughs> looked like. Yeah. Oh. It was a very crips red tunic. With the mm. cream undershirt. Maybe maybe he was like, he, maybe maybe he found good detergent. Maybe he stole nice detergent. He, he looks so clean. He looks like he's on Broadway. <laughs> maybe they stole it from the Broadway set. I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. And they changed some of the lyrics for censorship for, for the first number. Which one? Oh, my God. Imagine a land, a faraway place. Oh, God. What is that song called? Arabian Nights. Yeah. Yeah. Because, d- like, there was there was some lines about, like, cutting off the hands. Oh, good. Oh, and, like, okay. the tongue. Oh, come on. Yeah, in the original, you, you would have heard yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. then, like, they, they revised it, you know. Politically correct. Mm. Quotation, quotation mark. Not really. I kind of feel like they're sugarcoating the sad reality of that society. Like, worse mm. criminal punishment and things like that. Yeah, steal an apple, get a hand caught off. But that's that's how it works. But yeah, that's that was the society yeah. back then. I mean, I don't want to speak for them, but yeah, probably. <laughs> but then kids, if they're like listening to this um, really Jam. nice beat and they're jamming, and then suddenly like cutting, cutting off, off someone's hand. hand. <laughs> Yay! Like, what am I listening to? But I feel they're probably just doing it just so they could have like replay replayability on the radio. Mm, yeah. You know, like how speechless you can probably like take it from any parts of the movie and just stick it somewhere. That that was one of the funniest segments ever. Like she she just kept singing, and then nothing happened. Like the 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 guards disappeared as if they were missed. And then after the song is done, I thought like something something dramatic would have happened. And then she just yelled like the captain oh. of the guards' name, like Hakim. <laughs> <laughs> Stop this instant and listen uh, to your queen or something okay. like that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then she was yelling for help. <laughs> be like no, she wasn't even yelling for help. And she wasn't. She just used her words and then suddenly everything became okay. 
But then That's again, why it's speechless. <laughs> oh, okay. But well, just... yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I just felt it was a bit. It threw off the pacing of the movie too, and then she was just singing like this whole long number for like two whole minutes, <laughs> and then suddenly we're back in the court, and then it's supposed to be the climax of the movie. And then oh, that was in the climax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was Whoa. kind of in the climax or like leading up to it. It yeah. must have like screeched the whole thing to a halt. Then yeah, it's yeah, just like, yeah. Like stop. I feel like it's that song where you can go to the bathroom <laughs> and then come back and you. you oh, it's speechless. That's speech. <laughs> <laughs> and and have you seen Maleficent by the way? I I only saw the first one. I okay. did not see the second one. If you saw the second one, they made the. Equivalent of the uh, 9-11. Oh, my yeah, yeah. God. The 9-11 of that world with the wedding day. So this is how Disney does conflict resolution. So 9-11 and a wedding shoot. day is like on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you make everyone happy and you don't acknowledge any of the deaths, like deaths in the sky with like catapults of like fairy bane. That's what I'm going to call it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Dragon's Bane, Fairy Bane, Fairy Bane. Let's just call it Fairy Bane. Like, yeah. Okay. So that the, is extreme. yeah, dream. Yeah, people of Maleficent's um, heritage species. Yeah, they they went to like a nine eleven esque war, like World War Two, and then in one day, in three hours, you have a wedding. What what is this movie? Eh? <laughs> Second one. Oh, Second. I think I read on Reddit. You did? I think it did. Because I have nothing to do. I just read like the official discussion, like spoiler discussion, and they're like, how? They just started a war and then they're suddenly like wedding. So, so imagine your wedding anniversary is when like 500 people died or like mm-hmm. 500 interspecies souls have fled and yeah. gone. So it's 9 yeah. 11, but the wedding is like 10 and then And then the villain doesn't even die, she just gets cursed. That's it. So like no one kills anyone that needs to be killed, but They're then bodies started dropping like <laughs> fireworks from the sky during the the crazy thirty minute final act of the movie. They need to enforce the propaganda that you can't kill people. You can't kill Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> they can't kill her. She's in the Marvel universe, man. Is she? Yeah. For the Eternals? No, Which she's one? as she's what? she's Janet Janet. Fandine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ant Man, right? Yeah. 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 I keep yeah. forgetting that. Yeah. No, Angelina is on the Eternals. Yeah. yeah. Well, how do you feel about the Eternals? <laughs> well, I'm not sure if they're gonna do the Eternals. Are they also gonna do the Celestials? <laughs> yeah. 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 They are. They I are? think so. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, I'm glad they're exploring that side of the Marvel universe. They're mm-hmm. just they keep getting larger and larger. It's just I'm. I don't necessarily know how they're gonna do it because like everything is just like so different and I feel like this is like Gen 4, Phase 4 of Marvel and it's a mixed bag. It could be a hit or miss, you know? Yeah, I feel like there's gonna be a time where it's like, oh, uh, pre-endgame and then post-endgame stuff and then... I knew a lot of people were really pissed about that Asian-led movie, the Marvel one. Shang-Chi? Yeah, the one that faces off... That was kind of like inspired by the Bruce Lee thing, right? Yeah. Like the comic books. Because apparently, especially, oh, what's really funny is that the people who were protesting it were people in China. Because th- apparently they feel like they should have picked a more handsome Chinese Dude, actor. the guy is handsome. <laughs> like, what the heck? See, he's fit. To my eyes, he's pretty fit. And I was like, y- you're, you're getting a guy who's going to play like a vigilante. Like, why do you need 
him to look like he models for Hugo Boss or something. You don't need that. Bro, like, he's not ugly. Like, who? What blind person says he's ugly? Like, he's... It was pretty big, though. And, like, I think Marvel at one point... I don't think they, they backtracked out of their decision. But no. they were getting a bit concerned. Because, you know, like, the Chinese market is really big, right? If you lose the Chinese market on a box office run, that's easily, like, a third of your profits gone. Oh, my God. So, Dude, yeah. like... Like, did you watch the guys' Comic Con panel? It was so much fun. Oh, I didn't. I didn't yeah. watch that press event. Yeah, it was so much fun. Like, <laughs> oh come on, <laughs> like the shallowest thing. Like, I would understand if they say like, oh, he doesn't do martial arts, but like he's ugly. Like, what? Mm, I kind of feel like their complaint should not have been about a- his appearance. Yeah, it should have been about like his work ethic, or if he didn't have the body of work that was necessary for it, as in like. Like no martial arts experience, for yeah. example, that should have been a bigger complaint. Yeah, like you're afraid a movie that's like so heavily inspired by this martial arts icon, if it had like a greenhorn in it, you know, as a starring role. <laughs> that that's something you should be concerned about. Not if yeah. the guy looks like he got Botox. I think th- they were. Uh, I don't want to go into it. This is like we're gonna shun our Chinese market. Oh, <laughs> Wait, what? what are you gonna, okay. No, no, no. I'm just but like probably because his eyes are small. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. No, uh, he, he's he's pretty good looking. Like mm. he's he's not like if you if you say that guy's handsome, like I would like to know what kind of handsome you think handsome is. Like what kind of standards you have? I kind of feel like a lot of us have internalized racism oh god that's true though so like for example when we want when we want an asian on screen we don't actually want to see an asian that looks like us we want to see like a westernized hollywood version of the asian but he does not look like (laughs) yeah yeah see yeah yeah, yeah. and they want someone who looks like the perfection the one percent of that asian heritage so like asian beauty standards yet again so that's why like Yeah, they picked a conventionally attractive Chinese girl to play Mulan, Li Yufei. Like, like she's beautiful, and Mulan is beautiful, Mm -hmm. but, like, I'm pretty sure they would never have picked someone who looks mildly disfigured, or not even disfigured, but just kind of, like, looked like the other instead Mm. of the default. Right, The default protagonist look that they need to look Mm -hmm. good and conventionally attractive you know like yeah. beauty standards like mm-hmm. even like asian beauty standards big eyes even though asians yeah. don't necessarily have big eyes yeah and then like a small mouth a pointed nose cheekbones and very hard oval face type. yeah 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 <laughs> slim everything yeah tough tough world tough world it's kind of like okay have you do you know of that series like to all the boys i love before yeah You've but i don't watch it my sister yeah. watched it. Oh, your sister watches it. Yeah. So it's really nothing. It's really vanilla. Like, there's nothing there. Yeah. It's just cutesy rom-com type. Nothing wrong, nothing right. Right. Um, but one thing that I did feel kind of good about about that project is because the main lead can pass off as someone you could see in the street every day. Mm, that's, that's I feel like that's kind of like... She's, she's not... Uh, I think no, she's, she's quite beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. She's attractive. But she's not ultra supermodel she looks human you know she looks like she doesn't have any work done on her she looks like she grew up just one of us she mm. she looks normal her figure is healthy mm-hmm. and 
yeah, it's not like so. Like if you see a Korean drama, and I know you've you've seen a few, right? Yeah, just a few. Just a few. <laughs> just a few. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Just just a couple. Not not much. Wink wink. <laughs> I could never relate to any of the uh, leading women in Korean dramas because oh, I don't right. I don't see myself as them. I don't look like them. Right. I don't dress like them. I don't sound like them. I don't act like them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. so you get what I'm saying, right? Even right. though it's Asian, it's still just like that part of. Asian, not mm-hmm. everyone, not the majority. The Asian. Hollywood, not Hollywood. The Westernized beauty standards. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Kind of like that. Yeah. Wow. What heavy topic we got into. We talked about beauty. Just internalized racism. <laughs> beauty, internalized racism. Mm. All just because you are talking about Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah. And, and the what? I feel like it has like a subtitle. And the Legend of the Ten Rings. The of Iron Man Ten Rings? Yeah. Okay, the Mandarin. Then. Yeah, the Mandarin. Uh, oh, okay. Because mm. I, d- I never read Shang-Chi, but I, like, I read Iron Man and I read Extra Mist. And yeah. Yeah. Is he the villain in that one? Is the Mandarin the villain of Extremist? They're in it. Yeah. Mm. I feel like they gotta. Put yeah. Shang mm-hmm. uh, like the Mandarin as Shang Chi's villain because they because of the implications if he's like the villain of Iron Man. Or oh something. yeah. Do you yeah. think so? They they might they would probably. Yeah. So yeah. maybe they're like, oh, this is like Asian versus Asian. It's totally fine, man. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt like the treatment of the Mandarin and the third Iron Man was kind of funny. I I didn't yeah, necessarily yeah. agree with it or disagree with it. But I know that a lot of people disagreed with it because they turned it into like a joke instead of like this crazy criminal syndicate that it was in the comics. Yeah. They turned it into a guy who was like doing theater improvs, right? <laughs> ben Kingsley. Yeah. Never forget. Never forget. Never forget forever. But it was pretty funny. It was like yeah. refreshing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I didn't mind. I didn't mind. But like, didn't just. Mind either. I don't know how they're going to follow that up into like here or, or if they're just going to brush it off. That was a Gen 2 thing. Yeah, and now we're in phase four. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're just gonna be like, "Oh, they're they're copying us. We're the real ones." <laughs> so that whole movie is just gonna be Asians versus Asian, but in the English language format. <laughs> just like Mulan. <laughs> just like Mulan. <laughs> just like they're speaking Mulan. English. Yeah. Would you prefer if Mulan was in Mandarin rather than English, or would it be too strange? I don't think it would detract it from anything, really. I've seen, like, a version of Hua Mulan in Chinese. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. But, I, but I'm still kind of, like, always, like, how do they not recognize she's a girl? Her features are so feminine and fine. Yeah. 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 yeah I've seen it with that girl who was, like, really popular in, like, a Chinese... Is it Fan Bingbing? No, no. Fan Bingbing. A different one. Li Bingbing? Um... It was one of the girls on this really... Uh, no. Fuck no. Oh my god, the Pearl Princess is Chin- in Stan. <laughs> it's a Chinese drama, I think. Oh, my fair princess. God, what the fuck was her name? What is her name? I think it's this one. No. Also not Ruby Lin. No, it was the other one. <laughs> so confusing. Yeah, all of these Chinese... What do you mean? Chinese do you mean names. Chinese? Chinese names. Okay, okay. They're too similar. Never mind. But yeah, I've seen an adaptation of that in Chinese, so. Right. But you have to remember, people don't like reading subtitles. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't mind. 
I think you get used to it, but at the same time, I feel like it detracts the experience also. Yeah, it kind of, I mean, it kind of depends. I mean, even if I'm watching like English films, I still use subtitles sometimes because I don't catch mm. what they're saying. And like when I watch anime, I'm... I of always course you need English. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would never watch the dub. I've seen a couple of dubs and they're usually... Really horrible. Really, like really, really horrible. Some of them are painless. But a lot of them are never as good as the original. That's never. Yeah. So, like, I'd rather bear with subtitles, and more or less you kind of get used to it. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, is there ever a dub? Like, I don't really watch animes, mm. nor do I watch, like, like Korean dramas dubbed mm. in English. So I've never really watched dubbed things. But, oh, no, I forgot what I was going to ask. Okay, never mind. What were you going <laughs> to ask? I don't know. I mean, like, in general, I, I'm just going to say that in general, yeah. they're really bad. So I don't, I don't, I have no, um, I have no knowledge or no credibility when it comes to saying, like, it's bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I just feel like that voice shouldn't be coming out of that character design. Sometimes they don't even change, like, the lips flapping. Yeah. One, that, that's really lazy. That's why you get... Crispin Freeman, for example, he's such a good American voice actor who did like a lot of dubs. I think he did Helsing for Alucard and everything else, and Helsing. Cowboy Bebop. He he did like three roles on it, oh. and he's a really good ad lib master. So what he would do is that he would see like the footage of the clip, um, and he would look at the lip flap and everything, and then he would just fill it immediately with a line that fits that corresponds in. with the translation, but also fits. The lip movement. But that's because he's so good. He's so good. He's yeah. seasoned. He's a veteran. Yeah, he's He's veteran. been in the business for like 12, 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. But like a lot of a lot of it is kind of like not good. And some and what I don't like about it is like these American voice actors who primarily work on American projects. You have a lot of them. But those American voice actors that work on dubbing, right. you only have a stock option of them. So you would hear their voice in every dub. Really? Essentially. Mm. Is it different from the ones who actually usually do, like, animes? Oh, sorry, not animes, like, cartoons? Some of them do crossover. Crispin, for example, because yeah. he's just really good. Mm-hmm. But some some names, like Vic McNona and then another one, is like, he always does dubbing projects. Or, oh. like, primar- primarily does dubbing projects. Oh, okay. So, like, you would hear his voice in, like, every dubbed Mm. Which is a problem, and in different countries also, like Italian dubbing, it's oh. real. This is really funny. So there's a show called The Good Doctor, which is based off of a K drama, right? Yeah, yeah, the one with Freddie Highmore, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Bates Motel. Um, mm-hmm. So Freddie, the lead of that, Sean, um, and The Good Doctor, when it's broadcasted in Italy, it's dubbed in Italian, right? Yeah. But Italy, the same as America they would have, like, this industry of voice actors that are primarily in dubbing projects. Right. So, basically, the voice of Sean from The Good Doctor is the same voice as Christian Grey from Fifty Shades yeah. of Grey. Because it's just such a close-knit community, and you don't have that many voices to do. So, your leading man on this project would be your forever leading man on any other project. Oh, my God. <laughs> get that in everyone's head yeah so, so it's just weird it's it's a bit weird that's why like dubbing is it's a really profitable industry but i feel like there's not a lot of variety in it this rather uh. than like the actual country of origins voice acting 
industry. Makes sense. That makes sense, man. Right. Mm. And video game, that's also a big chunk of voice acting. But nowadays, video games, like, they involve, like, motion capture and stuff, right? So they are, they're starting to get, like, legit people, right? Yeah, Wasn't William Dafoe involved in a game or something? Yes, even, like... I um, forgot what it was, but... Oh, my God. That guy who's in Hannibal, Matt Mickelson. Oh, he was also... Yeah, he's also on a video game. Keanu Reeves? Yeah, 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 yeah. And everybody was like, oh, my God, he's there. And then he goes, like, you're You're breathtaking. You're breathtaking. You're breathtaking. (laughs) <laughs> that is what a motivational yeah. speech man oh god keanu is just like if uh, any if people in this world aspire to be as kind as him <laughs> we, would, we would live in a better place <laughs> totally i guess yeah, my mom maybe. would be happy to hear that so would my mom oh my god he's like <laughs> every mom's e- dream every mom's dream is like keanu reeves keanu reeves i can my life have a keanu 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 yeah. oh keanu mm-hmm Okay, what the where the hell were we? We're we were talking oh, about celebrities and in video video games. Video games. Yeah. yeah, and Ashley Johnson's in it. Yeah. Uh, Nola North, who's been a big name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, one last thought before they kick us out. Um, Are they? Will they? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I think somebody else has this book, but I'm not okay, sure. Yeah, okay, yeah. One last thought. What do you think about video game adaptations? Video game adapted films, oh, whatever it's called. The yeah. adaptations. Yeah, of adaptations of. Are yeah. you just trying to talk about The Witcher? <laughs> no, no, that that. <laughs> I, I Is it no your ploy? No, 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 no. But if you want to talk about The Witcher, like feel free to no, do no, so. No, no, I know no. it's it's um, a current hot topic. I'm not a big video gamer. There's, I've only played the Arkham games and Dragon Age in the past. That's it. Um, so. Yeah, and I've known there's like really bad adaptations like Assassin's Creed, which is such was it a that down bad? It was, it was pretty bad. Did was, you watch it? Yeah, I saw it. Oh my god! It was kind of painful, despite the uh, star-studded ensemble involved. If, who was in it? Was it? It was Michael Fassbender, Fassbender. Marion Cotillard. Oh my god! See those two. <laughs> one is they a got French rope. Oscar-winning actress, and the other one is. Magneto, the only reason why I watch X Men. <laughs> Ian McKellen, <laughs> <laughs> him too, but but oh more, more more on Michael. Oh my God, he's the only reason I stuck through like Dark Phoenix. <laughs> Bro, I didn't even watch Dark Phoenix. I was yeah. like, not. It, it wasn't. Same, it right? wasn't good. It wasn't as bad as people say, but, but it it definitely looked like a first draft that just never got redrafted. Yeah, yeah. it's it's mediocre. At its finest, mm-hmm. which is worse. And then I remember, like, when the final act happened, like, oh, this is shot so differently. It might be turning over a new leaf. And then I realized that whole section was filmed by a different person. <laughs> and oh, I looked it up. Thank and you. I was like, okay, so that's why. It's, it like, it's like an essay you wrote. And then, and then someone else continued it. Like, yeah. the legacy has, yeah. been, has been passed down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, oh, oh, video, video game adaptations. Yeah. yeah, some are kind of sucky. Mm-hmm. And a few are pretty decent. I've heard The Witcher was pretty decent, but it's a bit slow. Oh, video game adaptations, though. Castlevania. Uh, that, that's from a video game? Yeah, from oh. Konami Studios. Yeah, it's a Japanese video game. Yeah, right. that that's actually my one of my favorite adaptations right now. Right. Yeah, it's really good. Season 3 is out. It's good. Mm. And it's like a character study type more. Right. Uh, yeah, type instead of like really... Fast-paced. So is Assassin's Creed the worst? 
in your opinion? I feel like I feel like I'm not really remembering much. And if I actually remembered everything and I browse online, I would find something worse. But right, right now at the top of my hat, that might be one of the poorest adaptations I've come across. What about you? I don't know. I don't really... Well, the problem is I don't really play games, so I can't really Oh my say. god, then why did you even ask me that question? Because <laughs> I thought it would be an interesting topic. <laughs> oh, yeah, topic yeah, yeah. Totally, we were talking totally. about, like, yeah. like, video games. I don't know. I mean, like, Detective Pikachu was decent. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, a lot of these mediums, whether it's a vid- video game, a TV series adaptation, or a box office adaptation... I think we just got to look into the media itself, like its transmedial properties, like how well does it play out across a different structure? Because like a video game is like, what, 12 hours, 20 hours of playthrough? And then you're trying to compress that into a movie that's like two and a half hours. How can you do that? Yeah, it's it's going to be very hard. If you pull it into like a TV program, it might be a little better. But even then, how do you section it to make a compelling narrative that goes across... 20 minutes if it's animated, 45 minutes if it's Mm -hmm. an episode on, like, a TV network or an hour if it's on Netflix. So it's just those challenges, like, how well do you translate it and rewrite it across the board on a different medium? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think, like, do you think people should even attempt it or should just be left alone? Or should they go on, like... A tangent, like Detective Pikachu. I think they should, but they should do it with caution. Because, like, not a lot of people play video games, and I'm not even, like, a straight-up video game player. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like a lot of those stories stuck in that medium Mm -hmm. are not given the opportunity to actually have the maximum saturation. And people outside of that community don't really know about them, even though they're they're great. So it's, like, a missed opportunity and vice versa. Like, if comic books stayed comic books... Yeah. And they never made it into the big screen. How right. many people would know of Tony Stark? Right. So it's more like a marketing thing, is it? Not really marketing. Not it's just really like marketing. thinking like which stories are good to be developed. Well, yeah, intellectual property, like you said. But but at the same time, a lot of these stories are con- limited and constricted by the barriers of their mediums because like right. not everyone has a ps4 or an xbox and oh. and be able to play it and have the time to want to explore that world right. whereas like in a tv show they might like oh and then they suddenly find something Worthwhile. new new and interesting and i just feel like if you're storytellers if you have the power and you you have the dedication not just like the will to make profit no but you actually want to make sure this story translates well and then different audiences could enjoy it and then I could broaden the audience for it. Then yeah. then that's what you should do. So like mm-hmm. definitely do it but with, with caution and with, with the amount of care that the story deserves. Right. That's true. In any time, in any instances when you're writing stories. I mean like come on. Like, like even for yourself, Teresa, like if you were in a really tiny fandom, it could be a video game, it could be a cartoon, it could be anything. Yeah. And then you just wish someone else knew about it but the problem is like they don't watch cartoons they've got a stigma about cartoons no. See, like, that, that happens often to that, you that, uh, yeah <laughs> like that. But, you're projecting yeah i'm projecting i'm projecting but like that that's why like sometimes these stories needs to be told across different mediums so um. that like another person who at first thought like there were limitations for me to be able to appreciate them but no suddenly like those limitations are removed right. and they can enjoy them that's that's very interesting point yeah all right, I think that should be it. It's running a little bit, like it's it. It really ran so long, but it's fine. 
Yeah, thank you so much, Jess, for your really interesting points. This was this yeah, they're great. It was great listening to it. Um, okay, that's the end of this terrace takes. Like, subscribe, and all those things. Share, and I'll see you next time. If I ever watch any films, <laughs> like right now, it's so busy. But I want to watch a Quiet Place film. The second one, yeah, yeah. definitely in, in theaters. So like maximum experience. <laughs> with, I don't know if I should watch it like alone or with a massive amount of people. Why? Because it's horror. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, is it better to watch horror alone in a in a in an empty theater? Well, the question is, do you want to be scared? <laughs> yes, I want to be scared. Oh, then alone. Okay. <laughs> okay. Alone. We'll probably watch it like in the middle of the day when everyone's like. At 10 a.m. maybe? I don't know. We'll see. Depends. Mm. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>